Hello, my name's Ian Forth. Welcome to Sombrero Fallout, where we listen to alternative music through the lens of intriguing themes. Hello there and nice to be with you again. A few weeks ago, Tom Verlaine of television and a solo artist of course as well, died and with this particular edition of the program we're going to be a tribute to Tom's body of work. And I have been particularly assisted in this endeavour by my old pal Nigel Webb, um, who I have been collaborating with and he's particularly sent me through some MP3s of some Tom Valet material which is not currently available by normal means. So many thanks to him. And it won't be the first time I mentioned him, no doubt, on this episode. So we'll be listening to Tom. Uh, mostly his work with television, but also some of the bands that uh, were influenced as a result of his work, including the Dream Syndicate, uh, the Gun Club, Dump Truck, Always, and True West, and Slater Kinney. But to start with, here is a track from uh, television's second album, uh, Adventure, and it goes like this. Up in the high, high hills With my 
That's Days by Television from their second album, Adventure, which came out in 1978. Just give you, if you're not familiar with the band, which most of you will be, I will just give you a thumbnail sketch before we go any further. So uh, they were an American rock band from New York City, most notably active in the late 1970s, and the most prominent lineup of the band at least um, after Richard Hell left, who was very early important friend and influencer, along with Tom Verlaine. Were Tom Verlaine, who was on vocals, as you heard there, and on one of the guitars as well, along with dueling guitars with Richard Lloyd. And then the rhythm section was provided by Billy Ficker on drums and uh, Fred Smith on bass. They were, along with, I guess, bands like Talking Heads and the Ramones and Blondie, uh, an early fixture of CBGB's, the famous club, who you will have heard of in the previous episode that we did here on Sombrero Fallout. Uh, that was Tara Needham's first gig, I think, as a string player, from memory. I digress. So an early fixture of the 1970s New York rock scene and the band is considered influential in the development of punk and alternative rock and I think you will have heard there the template as uh, Nigel my friend points out for REM's early work on that particular track. Although they recorded in the stripped down guitar based manner similar to their punk contemporaries their music was by comparison clean, improvisational and technically proficient, drawing influence from jazz and 1960s rock. And we'll be hearing uh, in due course a couple of tracks from their all-time classic album, their debut from 1977, Marky Moon, which uh, rather sort of obliterates, uh, for better or for worse, Tom Verlaine's entire career thereafter, and uh, is considered, of course, one of the defining releases of the punk era, and indeed uh, any era regularly crops up in the all near the top of the all-time lists. Uh, before I, 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 I've got more to say, but I'll uh, I won't rabbit on forever. We're going to hear a track from one of the bands who television influenced now, uh, and it was these people.
Hot Rock by Slater Kinney from 1999 from their album The Hot Rock. Very television-esque uh, outing for them there. Let me just take you back very briefly to, I guess it was 1981. I'm doing bar duty at college. And uh, uh, as I often used to do in those days, I would take my cassette a TDK D90 cassette of television's Marquee Moon uh, down to the bar and put it on straight away as soon as I started serving. Uh, quizzical looks from many of my fellow undergraduates at the time, but that was the first time I connected with my friend Nigel, who came in and said, Ah, oh, don't know too many other people who've got this, and we started talking over the bar down in the basement there and that was uh, and I'll be seeing Nigel again in a few weeks time so what's that uh, 42 years later so thanks to Tom Verlaine for bringing us together we probably would have bumped into each other there's only fairly small college I was at but uh, nonetheless that was the catalyst for our meeting and uh, I'll only have time to play a couple of tracks tonight because there's quite a lot to cover obviously um, of Tom Verlaine's output but Marquee Moon as I say um was is a real anomaly because although it fits within the punk tradition in some ways the level of the guitar work and guitarmanship is uh, of an altogether uh, higher level to what was going on through most of not just punk bands but all the bands uh, around them Tom Verlaine was uh, uh, an exquisite player of the guitar and his interwork with Richard Lloyd and many of the tracks on Marquee Moon uh, are a thing of joy and beauty and uh, here's an example.
Just going to read you out what Robert Forster of the Go-Betweens, another great sombrero fallout uh, favourite, of course, had to say about the track, that particular track, Venus. It got me on first listen and stayed my favourite track through the countless times I played the album. It was a pop song while still containing all the fire and poetic lyricism of the band's other numbers. It was a great rock song and a great pop song combined. Perfect, I thought. A song could be highly melodic and still challenge. Rivers of melody could be flowing, and the lyric was, my senses are sharp and my hands are like gloves. Um, I adored the druggy drift of that, although I didn't take drugs at the time. Even better was, Richie said, hey man, let's dress up like cops. Think of what we could do. Richie was Richard Hell, Verlaine's former television bandmate and best friend in New York at the start of the 70s when he wrote Venus. Besides the humour in the lyric, I like the fact that Verlaine placed a real person into the song, not picking up some cool-sounding name from rock history. You knew Richard Hell had really said that to Verlaine. Real life inserted into poetry, poetry inserted into real life. That's what I took into my songwriting. Yeah, I remember hearing uh, Venus as well and thinking that is <coughs> as, as perfect a song in some ways as you could possibly get. So a lot of people felt that way. Let's hear a track from another artist influenced by Tom Verlaine.
From 2007 and the album Hollywood History Revisited, that's Backroad Bridge Song, What Could I Say, by the band True West. Before we get to 1977, before we get to Marky Moon, there was one single which was released by the band which got everybody excited, engaged uh, and enthralled. And uh, that came, well, I guess, what, 76? Uh, and was picked up on by uh, a lot of people and got people very excited. It acted as an appetizer for the album, which came later, but it's a magnificent track in its own uh, right. Goes on a bit, goes on for not quite as long as Marky Moon itself, which goes on for 10 minutes. We're just warning for you, haven't got room to actually play the most famous song by Tom Blaine of all, which is the title track from Marky Moon. Uh, so, but you can always go and listen to it through any other manner of means. However, we are going to play um, the first single, which goes like this. Chest full of lights 
senses.
Little Johnny Joel by television from 1976-ish. I think that's the correct year. Been quite a lot happening. I've been doing a lot of gigging since uh, since last caught up with the list. If you want to see my scores, then do go to Friends of Sombrero Fallout, where I've rated uh, some of the fat, as far as I can remember, which is by no means certain it's a comprehensive list, therefore. The bands that I've been seeing recently, I saw Billy Bragg, I saw Ash, supported by Mola, and that was at the Croxton. That's a good venue, that is, which is also where I saw uh, Black Midi, me and Scott. My God, that was a good gig, as was Beck, um, <clears throat> who played an acoustic set at St Kilda Palais. And I'm not giving the game away if I said that was an excellent gig as well. I've had a good run, it's fair to say. And I've been doing my clubs. We did Light Perpetual by Francis Bufford, which I and uh, Glenn and Ollie, as is traditional on these occasions, rated slightly more highly uh, than some of our other members of the club. A little bit of a fissure in the ranks. Just having a try. I'm reminding myself, having a look at the duck. Oh, I went to Cinema Club. And we reviewed Memories of Murder, the Korean film. I was late uh, because I got lost trying to get to the venue. And uh, twice I headed off in the wrong direction because that's where I thought I was being sent. Did a music club in St. Kilda as well at uh, Chicolina Italian Restaurant. Be quiet, Toby. I'll get to you. Which was referred to again by my machine as Psycheolina rather than Chicolina. That didn't help. Did pretty well. <coughs> Shush now. Did pretty well on a trivia night and we had a nice family lunch yesterday. Now, um, I need to feed Toby. I'm going to get on to the next track. Not only was this band influenced by television, thank you, Toby, they named this track after Tom Verlaine. Inside 
That is Five Miles of You from Tom Verlaine's solo album from 1984 called Cover, provided for me in MP3 format by Nigel. So thank you for that. And there's another uh, one that he did that for coming a little later. And before that, from their album Blue Rev from last year, that's a track simply called Tom Verlaine from the band Always from Canada. Nice little segue there. And I just want to thank a handful of people, quite a few actually, who have been corresponding one way or another. Got a very nice email from uh, Simon Saggers of the original Sombrero Fallout band. We've been corresponding and I played a track from his uh, new band Bobbins. And he's got a second album out now called Find A Way To Fight, which is available on... Uh, Spotify, also on Apple Music and all good streaming platforms and um, it's, it's got very well reviewed um, partly by his partner Maddie, but from others as well she did the artwork for that uh, been nice corresponding with uh, Steve Hodgkins in the Middle East and uh, enjoying that um, flurry of exchanges and I, I definitely need to Give a shout out to people who've been contributing on Friends of Sombrero Fonet, which is on Facebook, which you should join. So um, hopefully I cover everyone. Forgive me. My scrolling skills are not what they should be. Uh, if I miss you out, write in furiously if I do. Joan Francis, Cat Frame, Narelle Walker, Mark O'Neill. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yes, I see you all. Luke Finley, David Murray Milne, David Biscar, Nick Hoff. Used to work with Nick very briefly a long time ago. Uh, I won't go into any. I won't go into all of these relationships. People I know be here all day. A uh, lot of commentary on the Young Marble Giants episode that we did that seemed to go down very well. Uh, from Ian Wolford and Pinko Fowler, Joss Van Vliet put together a page two years ago for the Dutch Young Marble. Giants website of bands that were influenced by Young Marble Giants. That's very well worth reading, and uh, I enjoyed reading that. Some in common with my list as well, which is always gratifying. And uh, not only that, someone wrote in. Who was it? Who wrote in? Said, "Oh yes, it's Michael Korcher. I played his band Watu Watu, and he wrote in saying thanks for playing us. Not at all. It's a French band. They're well worth digging out. Watu Watu. Ian Moore, Marcus Theobald." Um, uh, Terry Edwards Tara did I mention Joss Van Vliet I think I did and uh, I'm sure there were others there as well Gabriel Collins Richard Bourne's been posting some tracks including an excellent one from the new Pornographers which Chris Karras and Doug Evans commented how much they enjoyed that one Uh, Steve Amplett written in again and we've ha- had some new members which I didn't think I mentioned last time in addition to uh, Michael and, and Joss Craig Charnley, Sinead Thomas and Jan Peter Prenger and uh, Mary Dunlop Clark commented on that episode or Will Bishop Stevens wrote in as well there and uh, is that it? Probably maybe some others as well Eric Gagnon Poulin posted a couple of songs but I can't remember if I mentioned that last time and Alex Box mentioned that he was jealous that we had seen Pavement there may be others and as I say I apologise if I missed you out 
Let's hear some uh, more television influence music. seems to cut out rapidly bit like dinosaur juniors uh, just like heaven which is even more abrupt that is going nowhere by dump truck from as long ago as 1987 and from the album for the country uh, fairly obscure band but that's okay we that's how we like them on sombrero fallout now we have only got time for a couple of tracks because we're trying to do a bit of an overview of Tom's uh, life and works. Uh, but if you are just going to listen to one album, I would say go and listen to Marquee Moon. And in fact, uh, although Nigel, my friend, who is something of an expert in the matter, and his brother, I think I'm right in saying, at least used to be 
the president of the UK television fan club. It is imbued in the web genes. He would say, Nigel, that uh, in fact he doesn't play Marky Moon that often and that uh, he, he'll play, for example, Cover, the solo album by Tom most frequently these days. But I guess that does sometimes happen when you become absolutely immersed in an artist. I'd probably still recommend starting off with Marky Moon, the title track of which you can hear on our Long Songs Volume 1 episode if you dig that out, along with five other long songs as the title suggests but now we are going to hear the first track off marky moon
The Gun Club from 1981 and their album Fire of Love. And before that, you heard See No Evil, the first track on television's first album, Marky Moon. And I vividly remember my excitement of bringing that home from uh, Herbert Art Gallery Lending Library, uh, which was a great lifeline for me at that time because it's quite expensive to invest in a new album. I didn't have much money as none of us did back then. And uh, getting it home, putting my TDK C90 blank tape into the machine, and putting the needle down in this rather exciting album, which I'd heard about and had been thoroughly brilliantly reviewed, with the Robert Mapplethorpe photograph of the band, with Tom Verlaine holding out his hands, a slightly emaciated figure because he'd been practicing so much at the time. And uh, it's... <laughs> Certainly did not disappoint. Going to hear another track from Tom's solo career now. Uh, again, another track from the album cover. 
Oh Foolish Heart from cover from Tom Verlaine from 1984. We're running a bit short on time, although what is time? It's a question which has flummoxed the great many greater philosophers and scientists than I. But we're running a bit short of it tonight, so here's the last two tracks.
Well, that's Carried Away from Television's second album, Adventure. And we did get a little carried away tonight. We've gone a little bit over, so I won't tally right at the end. I know you've all got jobs to do if you're listening on your commute. Uh, next time round, uh, fingers cr- Well, actually, no, I'm going to do an interview, all being well, with uh, my old pal. Uh, although I haven't seen him for 40 years, so very old. Simon Reynolds, who wrote has written several definitive books on music including the classic text to rip it up on post-punk so hopefully that's in the pipeline just dotting the i's and crossing the t's on the contract deal only kidding it's a zoom call that's about as far as it goes uh thanks for listening r.i.p tom Verlaine. great legacy you've left behind thank you to uh, nigel my friend nigel webb who has helped uh, collate this episode see you all next time or in 10 minutes if you're binge listening in the future bye for now Desperation tends